How many people know that the Bible says that we need to be converted to become like children to inherit the kingdom? Thank you, Jesus. That, that being converted to become like children actually means that there's a proactive approach on our behalf to become more and more childlike. Come on, Jesus. Somebody got excited. <laughs> that, that, we, that we as as responsible adults in the world and in the kingdom, actually, our responsibility actually is to work ourselves more and more into the trusting place of a child. Thank you, Jesus. And yesterday, um, during during the uh, the healing and medicine conference, there's a bunch of uh, medical professionals in the room, and in that context, <laughs> I was just. I was just, I was actually stepping out of the room for a second, and the Lord spoke to me, and He said, he "said There's when it comes to God, there are no experts." Now I thought that was funny context because one, He spoke it to me, and I travel all over the world teaching people about God, and He said that in the context of a bunch of people who who are trained professionals, they're they are experts in their field, so to speak. But that's the context that he spoke and said, when it comes to God, there are no experts. But there are children. Thank you, Jesus. And when God speaks, I often like to inquire. I like to ask more because there's usually depth of revelation. So I go, God, what are you, what are you saying? And he said, in relationship, you don't, you don't measure relationship by expertise. You measure relationship by closeness. And aren't you glad that the kingdom of heaven is not a formula? If it was a formula, you could become an expert. <laughs> I'm preaching to myself this morning that the, the, the kingdom is not a formula. The kingdom is a relationship. And we measure relationships based on you have an acquaintance. You have a friend, and you have a spouse. Thank you, Jesus. Are you glad that He no longer calls us servants, He calls us friends? Are you glad that He goes even beyond calling us friends, and He calls us His bride? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> that, that we're, we're not experts when it comes to a relationship, but we can be close. We can be familiar. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert on my wife, but I know her really well. <laughs> and she wouldn't say she's an expert in me, but she knows me better than anybody else. But, but the thing about a relationship is that it's always changing. <laughs> that what she, what she liked last year, she doesn't necessarily want to get again for Christmas this year. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> it's, it's not about just figuring it out once so I know how it works. That I can become an expert in this field. It's that I get close, that I can put my head on his chest, that I know what he's thinking and feeling today, that I know what's on his heart today, that I know what he's about today. And I, and I feel the, I feel the Father heart of God hovering over us this morning. 
And sometimes I feel, I, I've just been in this place where, where I feel we have one God with, with different expressions. We have the Father, we have the Son, we, we have the Holy Spirit. And I love them all. <laughs> and they all are one. But I've been in this place where I've actually been feeling different expressions of God come in, in, the, in the room where we're ministering. And I feel, I feel the Father heart of God. I even feel like the daddy heart of God in the room. And I just, I just, I just feel him saying over you, well done. Well done. Well done. And I just, I've just been getting a picture of a, of, of, of a ship on a journey. And, you know, sometimes the journey is smooth sailing. And sometimes it's rocky waters. But just when the, because the water gets rocky doesn't mean you're going the wrong direction. Amen? And that God has a great reward for those who know how to not only stay the course, but know how to stay focused on His face. Know how to lean into His goodness in the midst of whatever's going on. Thank you, Jesus. He's a good God. He's in a good mood. He's, he's doing more on the planet right now than at any time in history. And, and you just happen to be alive for such a time as this. <laughs> and God, God is releasing grace and encounters and the kingdom in, in an astounding way. And he's, he's doing the most amazing things through, through children through, through the people who the world looks at and goes, ah, oh, you're least qualified. God's, God's going, yep, that's just what I'm looking for. <clears throat> it's kind of how he's done it from the very beginning. Notice how he didn't go to the rabbis to get his disciples. Thank you, Jesus, for that. <laughs> So what I feel like God is doing in our midst right now is He's expanding our awareness of His goodness in every season. In every season. In every season. That seasons change because that's what they do. Okay. <laughs> the, Seasons change, and, and in our human nature, we're like, oh, change, it's difficult. But yet, at the same time, if the season never changed, how terrible would that be? If it was winter all the time, you'd be like, oh, it's been winter for 14 years. I'm ready for something new. <laughs> and if you live in Reading, and it was summer for 14 years, you'd definitely be ready for something new. <laughs> Celsius, it's like 44 degrees and stuff, and all the time. It's hot in Reading. Seasons change. That, that we're on a journey, and sometimes the water, water's smooth, and sometimes it's rocky, but the Father is saying to you, you're going the right direction. You're doing a good job. That you have more today than you had last year. And when you keep going the direction you're going, you're going to have more next year than you have today. 
It's, it's the way of the kingdom because we go from glory to glory. And I feel like God is saying, saying to, to remember to do the things that you did at the beginning. What do we do at the beginning? We learn how to rejoice in all situations. Philippians 4 says, rejoice in the Lord when? Always. And again I say, rejoice. That, that, that we as a community, I'm putting myself in there because I come often. I feel like family. <laughs> as a community, we, we have learned how to rejoice in the Lord. And I don't, I don't mean like, like the, the, the formula. I don't mean the hand clap. I mean, like, yay, God, we, cele- we celebrate just the concept of God. Aren't you glad that God isn't just a concept? Aren't you glad that Christianity isn't just a philosophy? That it's a person? Thank you, Jesus. And we have have learned how to rejoice in the person of God. That's worth just pausing on right there. We've learned how to rejoice in the person of God. In the person of God. Psalms 22 says, He inhabits the praise of His people. He inhabits the praise of His people. And that word there actually means that, that, he, that He establishes His throne or He builds up His throne in our praise. <laughs> he said at the close of worship today, it's supposed to be on earth as it is in heaven. Amen? Well, we as worshipers create a realm for His throne, for heaven to come and be established in our midst. That's exciting times. That's why tumors are dissolving today. That's why cancer is disappearing today. That's why God is doing all these things and these breakthroughs are coming today because we're learning how to create a place where He can establish His throne. Whoa. <laughs> has has all the breakthrough come yet? No, not yet. But are we done allowing Him to establish His throne? No. I expect a little bit more excitement on that one. <laughs> I tried this side of the room. Are we done allowing Him to establish His throne in our midst? <laughs> so what do we have to do? We have to we have to remember, remind ourselves to rejoice always. <clears throat> do you, <laughs> to a hungry man, even a bitter thing seems sweet. What does that mean? It means if you're starving, you've got no food around. Anything, a stale cracker is a delicacy. You're like, oh, you're selling, oh, a stale cracker. It's it's got some green fuzz on it. I don't care. Just give me the cracker. Why? Because, because we're hungry. Desperate. Why? Because when nothing's going on, anything is amazing. 
But then there comes this point where stuff starts going on. (laughs) This is starting to get good. I'm just just forewarning you. (laughs) Then stuff starts going on. And then then we can come to this place where we get a little bit picky. Like, ah, that cracker's got green stuff on it. I don't want that. I'm waiting for something better. Now, waiting for something better isn't a bad thing. But what got us the breakthrough in the first place is learning how to not despise the day of small beginnings. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) All... All the breakthrough hasn't come yet, but we're not done yet. He establishes His throne. It actually means He builds it up. That means every time we come together with awe in our hearts, He comes more. And the more He comes, the more the kingdom comes with Him. (laughs) I am either way off or you're thinking deeply. (laughs) Smiles mean I like what you're saying. Head nods mean this is good, keep going. (laughs) And amen means this is touching me deeply. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> and that, that when stuff starts happening, then we actually are we actually progress into a, into a greater choice. That's actually called maturity in the kingdom. That's that's actually called growth. When you have nothing, and and the only offer on the table is a cracker, there's no choice. It's either yes or no. And you're starving. So no never enters the equation. But when more comes, when stuff starts to happen, then what do you do? Then what do you do with the stuff that's not happening? When Before, when there was nothing going on, stuff not happening seemed really normal. It was the only option. <laughs> and then stuff starts happening. Wow, this is awesome. And we're super excited. This is amazing. And then all of a sudden we realize, but wait a minute, this hasn't happened yet. Maturity. Rejoice in the Lord when? Always. Rejoice in the Lord once everything is going perfectly. wait wait hold back your rejoicing until the kingdom is completely manifested in your midst and god takes over everything and the world is perfect then rejoice no that's not maturity rejoice always and again i will say rejoice Learning how to rejoice 
in the midst of circumstances and learning how to not despise the day of small beginnings. Do you know, when nothing, when nothing is going on, a cracker seems magnificent. But, but the challenge is when more comes on offer, do we lose sight that the cracker is from the Lord? <laughs> Woo! Thank you, Jesus. That just gave me fuel for another four minutes. <laughs> the, the cracker, the, the smallest thing is still from the Lord. Or, or we can actually lose sight of the little things because we've had some big things and we're like, oh, this means breakthrough is happening when the big things happen. And then if we go three weeks without a big thing happening, we're like, oh, where'd God go? He left. <laughs> when we didn't realize that celebrating the little things is what brought the big thing, the breakthrough in the big things in the first place. The, the Bible says we go from glory to glory. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that maturity in the kingdom doesn't mean nothing, that, that the water never gets rocky. It means that we know how to find His goodness in the midst of the waves. <laughs> Do you, you realize that, that one of the most celebrated, most profound believers of the Bible, Paul, he had the craziest life? It was, it was as Paul, it was as the apostle, as this friend of God, as this mighty miracle worker that he went through the shipwreck. <laughs> it got beached, got bit by a snake, got threatened by witch doctors. <laughs> and God's like, that's my man. <laughs> It's, you know, it could have been pretty easy for God to be like, God, where have you gone? No. Paul knew that he was going in the right direction. Uh, I made this statement yesterday to the medical professionals. It's fun to be a forerunner until it isn't. <laughs> You know, being a forerunner, and, and I'm speaking this because this this church is a forerunner in the UK. This church is a forerunner that's breaking things open even for Europe. There is life flowing here. It's 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 the European school of supernatural ministry. There's stuff happening here that people are taking back and beginning to change environments. And impossibilities are, are beginning to look possible. And impossibilities are even beginning to look probable. Things are changing, and you are a part of it. You, you are part of an apostolic work. Hey, come on! <laughs> You're part of an apostolic work, but it's Paul the Apostle that was in the shipwreck, in the storm, 
I'm not saying you're going to go through a shipwreck. I'm saying when the water gets rocky, no, you're still going the right direction. That's the course of a forerunner. But it's also, it's also the privilege of the forerunner to access things that haven't been accessed yet and pull them into the now. And to get to celebrate breakthroughs that other people aren't seeing yet. You get to taste, you get the, ta- the first taste of the new realms of goodness. Of the first fruits. You get to taste them. <laughs> but sometimes you got to sledgehammer through some rocks and some boulders. Through some trials, through some complications. And God says to rejoice always. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Says to rejoice always. He says, he says not to despise the small beginnings. And he, he says to love your neighbor as yourself. He says to lift up weary arms. <laughs> this is, this is, this is not an apostolic person or couple, which it is. This is an apostolic community. This, this section is not sure if they're excited about that. That's... <laughs> this, is, this is an apostolic community. And community has to love one another. Community has to, to vie for one another, has to support one another, has to lift up each other's arms, has to celebrate for one another has to remind each other that, hey, our job is to be childlike. That, hey, our job isn't to be experts. When some breakthrough comes, all of a sudden, you know, it's like uh, the cracker season was, you know, four, five, six years ago, and now you got, you know, now you're, now you're the wine taster. Now this, this, oh, this is beautiful. Not, not so much. And this, and uh, you know, people, now, now all of a sudden you're the expert. And when you're the expert, it becomes really difficult to say, I don't know. But God doesn't say become experts. He says become children. <laughs> children don't have to decide for everybody else what the best bouquet of aroma and the deep complexity no they just know what they like they're like this is good how do you know it's good because i like it (laughs) if you don't like it that's up to you this is good because i like it Wow. (laughs) Remind remind each other. Remind each other. Remind each other how to celebrate the littlest things. How to to see, to recognize the smallest things and celebrate those. Lift up each other in the moment. If you're in the moment of breakthrough, lift up somebody else who's in the moment of the storm. 
Because in another season, they're going to be lifting you up. And it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're doing it wrong. It means you're a forerunner. (laughs) Some people never choose to cross the sea. But they also never get to the new world. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. And I feel the love of the Father in in the room. And 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 I do. I feel Him celebrating you. And I feel Him applauding you. And I feel Him saying, great job. And I... And I feel Him rejoicing with those who are rejoicing. I feel Him weeping with those who are weeping. And I, and I, feel, I feel Him, yeah, just that celebrating where you're going. And I feel Him saying to people who, who are like, Ah, it's Rocky, what's happening? He's like, you're going the right direction. I feel Him speaking that to many of us in the room. You're going the right direction. And even those moments don't mean immaturity. Sometimes they mean maturity. And the complexity of our choice to rejoice grows. But it's still just as simple to make the choice. Wow. Ah, this is, this is a great opportunity to rejoice in God. Wow. And I know when I give thanks to God, things increase. I know when I give Him praise, He establishes more of His throne. More of His throne in our midst. The kingdom of heaven is not a formula. It's a relationship. And by staying the course... You will have more breakthrough tomorrow than you have today. There, there, is, there is one way to come into the breakthrough you don't yet have today. That's to rejoice in the breakthrough you do have today. Thank you, Jesus. The ability even to rejoice in somebody else's breakthrough is powerful. <clears throat> but I, I feel like God is, <clears throat> that He is establishing His throne, His presence in your midst, in our midst corporately. And I feel like He's, He's doing it, He's renewing it again even individually. <sighs> the, the presence of God. How many people know that the, the temple of Moses, the tabernacle of Moses, that, that, it was, that it was an invitation of, into deeper intimacy. But it had layers of intimacy. The, in the tabernacle, it had the outer court where the general activity happened, had the inner court with the lamps and the showbread and, and more depth of intimacy and connection. And then it had the the most inner place at the Holy of Holies. 
<laughs> and in the in the holy of holies, only the high priest could go. Only the high priest could go. But the old the old testament was a type and shadow. And you you know that God invites us to come deeper into Him. But how many people know that we also have the ability to invite God to come deeper into us? That, that that's the temple, the tabernacle model of old, but in but three times between first and second Corinthians, Paul says, Don't you know that you're the temple of the Holy Spirit? You. That you, your living body, you, your form, your heart, your mind, your body, you are the temple or the tabernacle, it's translated. And God wants to come and dwell with you. And I feel like even as God does more stuff in our midst, He's reminding us that the goal isn't to be experts. But you have, you have acquaintances, you have friends, and you have a spouse. I feel like God is, God is asking you, how far have you let Him in? How far into your tabernacle does his, not just the idea of God. How far into your tabernacle does His goodness go? <laughs> I was debating for time to read it. Oh, time. Jesus is good. You know, God, God only misses the mark when we're the ones that Define the mark for him. <laughs> Look, so what, so what does that mean? It, it means that when stuff starts happening, we start getting an idea of what God looks like, of what breakthrough looks like, of what, of what success for, for an on fire revivalist Christian looks like. And we're like, alright God, if I'm that, then you're gonna do this. Ooh. I think for myself, I need to say that again. <laughs> If I'm an on fire believer, revivalist, and then success for me in the kingdom looks like, God, you're going to do this. And then we create the mark, and then we go six weeks later, we're like, God, you haven't hit the mark. Six months later, we're like, God, do you see me down here? And God's over here shooting arrows of love, doing great stuff. God's like, I'm doing what I want to do over here. And you're like, but God, the mark that we decided on. <laughs> God's like, yeah, I don't actually remember that conversation. <laughs> what does that mean? It means 
we have the ability to take our eyes off of the self-imposed mark and find find the crackers again and the crumbs and we get to celebrate what God is doing. The Father, the Father's love is in the room. Thank you, Jesus. The Father's love is in the room. And in the Old Testament, only, only the high priest got to go into the Holy of Holies. But guess who Jesus is? He's the high priest of our salvation. I want to I want to invite Jesus in further. I want to invite his goodness in further. Thank you Jesus. That we don't that we don't have to define the season that we get to trust him and know that he's defining the season. So if you want to just put your hand on your heart for me. Are you able to put some worship on back there? So Father, we thank you for your presence. And we thank you for your goodness. And God, we thank you for redefining again, reminding us again, God, that that we get to continually remind ourselves how to go back to our first love. And God, I thank you for, for continually renewing and refreshing the original hunger. The thing that brought us here, the hope that connected us to an apostolic community. Father, that you just you begin to renew the hunger. Begin to renew the hunger. Begin to renew the hope. God, wow, wow. And anywhere that we have allowed the idea of becoming an expert to begin to sneak in, we just give that up to you again. We say, have that back. Yeah, we don't have to define what breakthrough looks like. We don't have to create the mark and ask you to hit it. Give us eyes for the crumbs and the crackers again. Because we know in celebrating that, you will continue to do the big, amazing, astounding, awe-inspiring things. Wow. And God... In the moment when we're looking at somebody else's breakthrough and thinking, where is ours? We're going to know that we're not in a, we're not in a rough patch because we're going the wrong direction. We're, we're in the storm because we're forerunners. Because we're going somewhere that other people aren't willing to go. But as we bring back the fruit, as we bring back the good news, as we bring back the gold, then more and more people wake up to the realities of what's 
been made available. And God, we got here to this point because we learned how to rejoice, not in the formula, not in the concepts, not in the idea, but in the person of Jesus. And we know as we continue to give you praise that you're going to fill more and more and more. You're going to establish your throne more, and the more you do, the more is going to happen. I feel like there is an invitation to sign up all over again, so to speak. I'm on board. And I feel like God is... Just open the invitation to invite Him deeper. He's inviting you. But you get to invite Him. We don't, we don't want you, God, on the, just in the outer court. And we don't want you just in the inner court. God, we want you in the most inner place. Wow. We want you in the most inner place. I want to see your goodness in that place. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. I just want you to see yourself opening the veil of your heart. Eyes closed. Just see yourself pulling open your own heart, your veil, and you're just inviting the Father to come in. Past the outer core, through the inner core, into the most inner place. And in that place, I want you to invite him in, and I want you to see him smiling over you in that place in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. More, 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 more. Wow. Father, I thank you that even even in this place is where we touch the peace that then in return has the ability to calm the storm. Thanks, Jesus. Father, thank you for the great breakthrough. The great breakthrough that's happening in our midst, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Whoa. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If that... Wow, thank you, Jesus. I'd like to invite us to to end with this. If you're able to, let's just all stand up together. God, we are so impressed with what you've done. And we're excited about what you're doing and where you're going. Father, we thank you for all the, all the, the crackers... And the delicacies, God, every little thing, God, that we're thankful and we're hungry for. So can we do this? Can we just end by celebrating God for all that He's done? Every little thing that He's done. Can we give Him praise and glory and honor? We exalt Your name, Father, in this place.
in Jesus' name. We exalt your name in this place, Father.